0: Space. um today we're going to be doing a case about kelly thomas it is about a man in fullerton california he was born on april 5th 1974 and he passed away july 10th 2011. Um, he was a homeless man but he did have previous diagnosis of schizophrenia and he was living on the streets at the time that this happened he was beaten to death by six fullerton police officers on july 5th 2011 He went into a coma when transferred from St. Jude Hospital to Urban Medical Center. He never regained consciousness and died July 10th. Medical records show his face was broken and he choked on his own blood. The compression of the thorax made it impossible for Kelly to breathe, therefore cutting off oxygen to the brain. Okay, so that's the little backstory on it. I'm just going to go ahead and say, if you don't like when cops get talked badly about, then you should probably leave this because the way I see it, there's good people and there's bad people. There's good cops and there's bad cops. These people were bad cops. They abused their authority and got away with a bunch of shit. And most cops do. So if you don't agree with that and don't want to hear about it, don't listen to this because there's no argument. These people were pieces of shit. Um, out of the six officers, only three would speak about it and were charged. Officer Ramos, he was charged with one count, second degree murder, one count, involuntary manslaughter. Corporal Cicinelli and Joseph Wolfe were both charged with one count, felony, involuntary manslaughter. They all pleaded not guilty, and Ramos and Cicinelli, after trial, were found not guilty. Wolfe's case was pending, and eventually all charges were dropped against him. Um... Between 1990 and 2011, Kelly had had 92 encounters with the police, ranging from trespassing to assault. So, to me, that doesn't really—it doesn't—that holds no volume to me. Does it hold any volume to you?
1: No, wasn't it, like one thing he had that, like, when he you was younger. Yeah. There like, the, well, the assault. Was it was it with an axe or something? I don't remember. I- yeah. yeah, it was, like, but early teenage years to maybe early adult. A lot of homeless adult, people
0: like... get run-ins with the law. That's how it is. Like, if they could be trespassing and not know it, like, homeless people are not treated with respect at all. And they should be because they're the, homeless, the roughest.
1: I look at most of the homeless people anyways, yeah. Most of them's military and served.
0: Exactly. Like... It just irritates me, but people are like, oh, he's been in run-ins with the law before, so he probably did everything they said. No, there's actual video proof. Um, Kelly's unfortunate and uncalled-for death sparked debate about systematic reforms in the treatment of mentally ill. There were a lot of movements after his death. Um, his I know his dad and a lot of the people, like, protested the police station. Like, they held... A lot of stuff for him, and trying to get things started to where homeless people and mentally ill people were not treated badly by the cops. Um, the night of his incident, the police were responding to a vandalism call. Which, this is the whole thing that irritates me. It was admitted later on in the case that the people that called, um, they lied, and said that he was vandalizing cars, trying to break in and everything like that because they had a whatever necessary policy to have no loitering and stuff like that. So a homeless man was in their parking lot. They called the police, lied, and got this man beat to death. I think they should be charged as well. What do you think?
1: I could see it, but they went to the extreme. They didn't know the police were going to do that, though, either. They can't really maybe hold that against them.
0: They filed a false report. You can get
1: well, I know that, over that. Well, yeah, but they probably didn't think the police were going to kill the guy. They were just hoping to get him off the property.
0: Um, Kelly was being what it, from the article I read. It said Kelly was being a little uncooperative. He was sitting but non-aggressive, and backup was called.
1: If you well, we're going to list. Well, we're going to play the audio, but there's a video. There's a full version was well, like half an hour and there's the one that we're going to play it's like 8 minutes like to me I think where the cop had the attitude with him it wasn't that he was being like not doing anything it was just he was being a smart ass cuz the cop was being a douche that's the way I, uh, I but that's I what feel I like it. that's
0: anybody he should oh, yeah. like, you don't beat people to death for being an asshole
1: that's 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 the vibe I got for me well, he mean, was just being he people. was just being a smart ass cuz how the cop was reacting
0: and talking to because yeah, in the beginning when they're standing up and talking he's like he's just like yeah you know like I, I sleep in trash cans and the cops like in fullerton and he's like yeah and then he asked if he could search his bag and he was like uh he says something and the cops like if you don't mind and then you see him set the bag down
2: mm-hmm.
0: so i don't think that's necessarily uncooperative like he's just kind of, he's I a homeless think, person he's probably weary this- of cops
1: yeah, and just probably the attitude, because he don't know what why he's getting talked about.
0: Exactly. He didn't know anyone called on him for being in the parking lot. But, quotes from it, which you guys will hear, uh, Officer Ramos said, now you see my fist. Kelly says, yeah, what about him?" He says, they're getting ready to fuck you up. Kelly says, start punching, dude. Like, I yeah. feel like that's any typical that's what response. That's I'm saying. That's a
1: smart-ass response. Yeah, like. A cop's got the attitude saying he's going to whoop them and. You know, that's mean, that's a response to any man-to-man sometimes when they're in that position, whether it be a cop or not, when they say something like that.
0: Um, they claim to arrest him for stolen mail, and in the video, they were seen forcing his hands behind his back, and you can hear Kelly saying, I'm sorry, I'm trying, and they tasered him anyway, like when backup comes. Instead of saying, you know, what's going on, he instantly jumps on him, and then they taser him, and then... The one continues, after he's been tasered and stuff, continues to beat him with the nightstick. Well, and they're
1: trying to, like, make him get on a stomach and everything while they're tasing him.
0: Yeah, like, you, you can't. When you're tasered, That's electric shock. You're just gonna, that's not how it works. You can't do anything. Yeah. That's the point of it. Um, when medics arrived, an ENT said that he was told to first respond to an officer's minor injury and then saw Kelly in a pool of blood and rushed to help. Um, An Orange County District Attorney gave detailed account of events that night from recording devices officers had to wear and said Kelly, in fact, complied with Ramos orders and begged for his life before being struck by several officers. After Kelly's death, um, several protests occurred. I already talked about that. Um, The Fullerton PD, the officers were involved, were arrested on murder charges. The department, actual police department, did fundraisers and donations for the officer's bail. Yeah, they held stuff for his bail. And the chief was made to take leave of absence after seven months. And after seven months of his leave of absence, he had to resign. Um, later in time, a lawsuit was taken against the bar that called. The bouncer admitted that they have a whatever is necessary policy to keep out loitering. That the call was false, and Kelly was not vandalizing or breaking into cars. Um, you guys will hear this during the audio, but just to give you a little idea of how long this actually went on, these are quotes that Kelly had said and how many times he has said them. He said, Dad, help me. They're killing me. 31 times. Sir, okay, okay, okay. 30 times. Help me. Help me, God. 26 times. I'm sorry. 15 times.
1: Okay, now we're going to play the audio clip and then we're going to discuss our thoughts on it. So you're looking at, I think it's a little over eight minutes long, but uh, it might be a little loud and stuff, but it's very, very graphic. And if you have a chance, go watch the video. But yeah, we're getting ready to play it and like we'll discuss it afterwards.
2: Right here. i right speaking with Gullian, Cambodian. Tell us. You're speaking English right now. Uh, you where do you Where do you normally sleep at? Um, uh, I sleep in trash yeah. cans. Okay. In Fullerton or where? Um, uh, yeah. Do you anything think your backpack's got your name on it? No, why would you want to sit that so? stuff? You don't mind. We uh-huh. just gotta figure out your name so we can get out of here and go about our business. And you go sleep. That's all. Games. Which, one, which, which one is it? <laughs> which Would you fucking you just fuck with your hands? Would <laughs> you just fuck Alright! All right. Me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude. Right okay. Back. Put, your hands, hands, hands on your back. Put your hand on your back. Okay. Hang on, dude. I'm sorry, dude. Put your hand on your Put your hand stomach. Put your hand on your back. Put stomach. Okay. your back. Okay. I stomach. Yeah. Put your i Put your stomach. Put Okay, here, dude, I can't breathe, man. Fuck! Please, I can't breathe. Put your hands on your back. Okay. I can't breathe, man. Put your hands on your back. Okay, here, here, dude. Please. Hey, Corona! I can't, dude. I fucking did back. Sucks. Okay, man. I can't breathe. Relax. I can't breathe, sir. Okay. I can't fucking breathe. I can't. Please. Help. 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 Okay. Man, I'm sorry, man. Okay. 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 Relax. I'm sorry. Hey, dude, hold your right. Hey, hold your right. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. Hold up. Oh. I'm my sorry, dude. My 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 I'm sorry, dude. Please, please, it's please. It's please. It's your... that. take the guy, dude. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh. 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 Face down. Okay. Oh. There Put your face yes. down. Oh. Get oh. With me. Ouch. Oh. Don't resist it. Please. 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 Ah. Ah. I yes, sir.
0: Okay, so in the beginning, I think he's trying to comply, but is not sure what the cop is asking of him, because in the video, you can see him going back and forth, because the cop's telling him, basically, put your legs out, like, put your heels on the ground, but then he's saying, put your hands on your knees, too, and he was, like, leaned back with his legs out, so then he puts his legs up and puts his hands on his knees, and he's like, no, put your legs down, and he was like, well, which one is it? I can't do both, so he didn't understand, I don't think what the guy was well, saying. He,
1: he ended up doing it. Yeah. For a he second. Then he told it. him, like, to put his leg or knees up or whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: Or, I don't, yeah. It's, just, it's it's crazy. We're just, like, so just the whole video and stuff and
0: watching it. Yeah, but I don't think, I think he was trying to comply, but just didn't understand. What are
1: you looking at? He dealt with the law almost a hundred times. Most, like you said, most of them trespassing, which he figured if the cops were called on him or the cops showed up, he figured it was probably something over trespass, something petty. Yeah. So, like I said, uh, like I don't know of how he reacted to the other cops, like said to me that's just a smart ass attitude toward him because most cops, well, not most, but a lot of cops you know I've seen can be really disrespectful to homeless people just and that's just with anybody, really, a lot of people yeah. disrespect with homeless people just because of the situation they're in, you know we're all the same, but in this in this case, I personally think these cops abuse their power, yeah, most
0: definitely they did. And I don't know about you, but any run-ins I've had with the police have never been good, ever. Like, even just talking-wise, just, just them talking to me, like, the way they talk, the attitude they have. I understand they have to go by protocol and everything like that, but you do not have to be such a prick when you don't know what's going on. You could be like, you know, let me talk to you, let me figure this out. Don't come off straight away being a prick, because that's what gets your violent situation started. Not saying it's their fault. If someone's going to be violent, they're probably going to be that well, way no, anyway. They gotta be on, provoke
1: people. They got to be on edge. Yeah, I, like I understand their job. You know, they do have a tough job. But yeah, you got to talk to people.
0: You got to understand how to handle a situation. You're not going. to... If someone has a knife to someone's throat, you're not going to go up and be like, "Here, listen, here, fucker." Like, you know what I mean? You're going to try to be nice. Be like, "Hey, let's figure this out together." You know,
1: you're no, not. It's like when somebody like want to commit suicide by like jumping off a building. They talk them out of it. Yeah. If you walk up, they'll just jump. We you don't, don't go
0: into a situation being like, oh, I'm a hard ass. I'm going to act this way. And these people are going to listen to me because I'm a cop. Because that's not how it's always going to work.
1: And like with my job, like, I'm not a cop or anything, but I do do security work. And, like, your mom, she's a CO, you know, like, I know we've, well, not since I've been there. You know, there have been bomb threats and all that that's happened. And, you know, we, we deal with the law and stuff and talk to them. And...
0: Like, in my mom's line of work, a lot of COs act just like cops. They act like pure assholes. Well, you know what? It's not going to get you very far. And I don't know about y'all, but if there was a riot to break out, I would want these people to be at least, you know, I would want to be halfway on their good side. Like, you have to do your job and enforce it. But... I'm not going to treat them like shit when a riot comes. They ain't killing me. They're going to like me. Like, I, I know my mom. I don't know about all the CEOs, but I'm sure there's others out there like that. But my mom tries to be nice as she can be until she has no option left. Like, she tries to be like, you know, you need to quit or you're going to get restrained. Or, um,
1: some people, like, I don't think in his sense, like with Kelly, but like in anything, sometimes, whether it be an inmate or somebody talking to the police, Sometimes if a cop is being nice, that person could abuse that too. And well, yeah,
0: you gotta watch. Use common sense. Yeah, you can tell when someone's trying to play you.
1: But six people, like, and if yeah. you're
0: good at your job, you're gonna know that. Like that, you're trained to know that.
1: Yeah, but with Kelly, you know, six cops holding him down and beating him—that that's like
0: tasered him and then continued to beat him with a nightstick while he's laying. it wasn't just tasered.
1: Like, it was like five to six times that he was tasered, and it was for. A good bit.
0: Yeah, like you can hear it in the audio too. You just hear the buzzing sound going for so long.
1: And then you say that they said they didn't taser him.
0: Yeah, they said in court that they did not use a taser on him.
1: And I'm, from my understanding, you have the surveillance video, and I think somebody on their cell phone from like across the street filmed this too if I remember correctly.
0: And he's basically like begging to breathe. He's like, I can't breathe. They're like, you need to do this. And he's like, I can't breathe, please. I can't breathe.
1: There's basically them on top of him, holding yeah. them down. But like they when said, when you got
0: like six 200 pound men on you, yeah. like maybe heavy. Well, they were
1: saying too in the paramedics, it looked like if you like Google and stuff, like there's a picture of like a cop with like, a scrape on his elbow, and I guess they were, is that the one they were tending Yeah, it was like on his
0: forearm, forearm near his elbow.
1: Yeah. Was, they said
0: you need to tend to him, we have an injured Yeah, role. and
1: then the paramedics said they looked over and saw, you know, a man laying in a pool of blood, because it was a pretty bloody mess, and as you could tell by the uh, pictures and stuff, which, you know, he, he, you can't recognize the guy, which, you know, he had long beard, long hair, and stuff like that, but yeah, you can't recognize him after the cops got a hold of him and done something that, was really uncalled for. Even if he was breaking into stuff, they should still not take it to the extreme.
0: Well, when backup came too, what irritates me, yeah, backup, just straight up. backup doesn't know what's going on. I know you got to just jump in there and try to protect your coworkers, stuff like that. I understand not knowing the situation, but why would you instantly go to hitting when you don't know what's going on? He straight up got out of the car, ran over there, put his knee on him and started hitting him along with the other ones. Like, why wouldn't you just try to help restrain, but, like, you don't even know what's going on. Why are you beating this man?
1: Which, yeah, yeah he he came off, you know, like you said, he don't know what's going on, but he went in beating, throwing fists.
0: Like, just help restrain. And there's, like,
1: there's already people, you know, doing that that he should have just, like, hey.
0: And what irritates me, too, is paramedics come, and they're like, oh, he's on something. Let me tell you, I'm not going to get into the whole story, but I know my shit.
1: No, I think the cop said that he was. No, that was the cop.
0: That's what I'm saying. The cop said he's on something no, to the, the paramedics. paramedics.
2: Oh.
1: Yeah, to they the paramedics. were trying to say, I think they were just trying to play it off like he was on something making like more strength than what he had. That's why they it took six of them to fight I'm telling him.
0: you, just from the video and stuff, the way he was talking, like, you you know, I can never be for sure. He may have had something in his system. But see- he's not being a doped out, like, crazy irate person. I want to
1: say that they I want to say I read or watched or something that he didn't have anything in his system.
0: Well, he probably didn't. He's just homeless just because they're homeless doesn't mean they're a drug addict.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, but that irritates me. They tried to say that. That bothers me so bad. Like, he showed no signs whatsoever of anything like that. Like, it just that bothered me, and then you can hear at the end too when he a cop is leaning up against the car, like they're all getting off of him now. The paramedics are there and stuff, and he's like, "Oh man, there's blood everywhere." Like, yeah, yeah y'all did that. What did you expect? You beat him.
1: Now they actually have a memorial site here where they actually done it. You know the whole thing. But what else do you have to discuss on?
0: Uh, I think that's all my notes.
1: Okay, I watched this thing I thought it was really interesting. It was the friends of. Fullerton's future, but Travis is Kiger, Kiger. He's a blogger, and I'm guessing they were the first ones that kind of got the picture and everything of Kelly after you know he got to the hospital. But he said the picture was so horrific that the local news channels wouldn't show it, and a lot of times they didn't think, and a lot of the times they don't think there's much of a story there because they get the police version of the story. So like we said, these cops you know lied about it. And uh, he mentions later on, I'm pretty sure it's him, because this, the first quote, you know, it actually is talking about it, but the other one that's showing like other video and you just hear the voice and I'm pretty sure it's him. But he said secrets are the first thing the government will use when they want to put their foot down on people. And he mentioned another thing about journalists are afraid to say anything when there's a situation like Kelly's, you know, case because they get the information from the police department. So journalists don't want to ruin, you know, that, um, yeah, you know, that source. And like, like with the first quote, you know, the, every source they're getting from the police, they're getting the version of the, whatever the police said happened. And it's, it's, it's not right. Which if you go against them, like I said, then, you know, it's going to pick at you.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, you could open up a can of worms for yourself, but I think you know the truth needs to be told, regardless. Like, I would do it if I was a journalist. I'd be if I found out the real story. I'd be like, no, screw you guys.
1: Yeah, and it's not that you're lying on them. There's actual it's video. Proof.
0: Yeah, it's backing not like them it's up. I mean, yeah, we found it. It's not hard to find.
1: Yeah, it's not like it's a hidden source or anything. Like, it's all there. Like maybe at first it wasn't, but. You know, still, you know, go with your gut instinct on stuff like that. If there's a story there that's not adding up, figure out what the case is and research from there.
0: And like his dad, could you imagine that? Because um one thing I'd read too, it said like you know his dad and stuff was trying to get him to come home and everything, but I guess he didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not sure of his reasons, but because
1: it was his dad retired, was his dad was a cop, right? or uh, like retired
0: I'm not sure he was retired but I'm not sure what he did I thought I said it said he was
1: a cop if I remember correctly
0: but like could you imagine just like your kid you knowing and having video proof of what his last moments were like his yeah, last moment to for conference. you yeah you know, he's
1: hollering for you yeah
0: you hear him saying dad help me like that would suck like that's awful mm-hmm. and it's by the people that are supposed to protect you and that you're not supposed to be scared
1: of. Like I can understand. Well not not for them. You know beating him like they did. But say that he would have threw a fist or something. Yeah like a lot of stuff like that happens. Like if he started first. Yeah I could see maybe you know.
0: Maybe a little excessive force. Yeah. But that's because he's but aggravated.
1: Excessive force to restrain him. Not beat him.
0: Yeah not beat him to no. go.
1: Yeah they, they, anything you go with this case. They went too far with it for no reason.
0: I don't want to get into another subject, but I am always very leery of cops. Like, I know they're supposed to serve and protect, but I always am on my toes about it, and I watch what I say to them. Like, I'm very careful about it, and, like, the whole government thing, like, how that thing floated, that's true. Like, you are stupid if you think the government is out to help you and protect you and everything else. Like come to real life and realize stuff like
1: nobody cares
0: yeah no one cares (laughs) like no one you think they're fighting for you and trying to fight for your rights they're not I promise
1: you die a baby's born the next day that baby will grow up and do exactly what you did pay taxes (laughs) that's all they want
0: but I just I don't know stuff like this bothers me it gets really under my skin Like, Hmm. I don't want to be like, oh, fuck the police, but kind
1: of, yeah. Like I said, it's just like you said earlier. You got your good people, you got your bad people. It's in any line of work. You got your good ones and your bad ones. And, you know.
0: I feel like there's more bad than good anymore.
1: Well, a lot, a lot, a lot. lot It's always that joke that people say is that, you know, the kids that were, you know, the bullies in school, when they get out of school, they can't do nothing. So they just become a cop and then continue bullying people.
0: Like. I saw this thing where it's like, um, when you see a cop behind you, do you feel safe or scared?
1: Um, yeah, I could see, you know Well, if you look at like other cases, some cases they feel like cops plant stuff on people or plant something on the situation to work in their favor. So I believe it. Like if cops are like you said, are you scared of the cops behind you like you know, they could be scheming something in their head that you don't know what they're scheming pull you over then plant something on your vehicle while they're checking you just because they want to do something
0: they might need to fill their quota
1: yeah but uh i guess that's it for uh this episode you got anything else to add no
0: nope,
1: all right but uh, thank you for tuning in and uh don't end up in some ice crawl space